Hello, Sunnyside Up family. It is good to be back. And we are so excited because this is the year of the guest. And so something you are going to notice as you're listening in in the coming weeks is that we have special guests on board with us. And yeah, we're just so excited because today is one of those days. And I'm going to let Naomi, who's also, she is back, (laughs) Um, introduce our special guest today. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be good. So we have my friend Andrea here today. We've been friends for many, many years. Many, many. Many years. Um, Andrea is a musician and a worship leader, and now you're a creative team coordinator. Mm. Is that the role? Yeah, at her local church. She's taught singing lessons, she's done a diploma of music, and she just loves music and all things worship. So I'm super excited today that we can um, allow her the space to talk about her passions. Um, Some of her music aspirations and loves are Tori Kelly, Rand Collective. Any more, Andrea? Uh, for King Country, Pentatonic. Oh, yeah. Country's good. <laughs> yeah. So she's classy, classy musician. Um, and she also runs an Instagram page called Singing Lessons for the Soul, where she gives like really short singing lessons, um, that are helpful. But we're going to talk about that later. So welcome, Andrea. Oh, thank you. Thanks yes, for having welcome. me, guys. Like, welcome, <laughs> listener of the show. Really love your work. Yay. Thanks. It's good to have you here. Um, let's get into it. Andrea, tell us a little bit about when you first got into music. Ooh, that's so hard because, you know, when you love music, that's not really a beginning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's so true. You're born with it. <laughs> um, I remember, though, I think I was watching Saturday Disney, I could be wrong, <laughs> when I was like seven and there was a little girl who was the same age as me on the show, and she was a singer. And I was like, dude, Aww. that's me. Like, oh, <laughs> that's going to be me. I'm going to, like, sing for the rest of my life or something. Um, but, you know, like, God just changes your direction. He, like, forms mm. you and shapes you, and he creates your will to be his will and that sort of thing. Mm. And the more I'm in music, the more, like, I just want to use that for him rather than mm. for me. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And because you, like, when you finished school, you did psychology mm. and then you did a diploma in music. Mm. How come you didn't do music right from the start? <laughs> That's a good question. Thank That's you. I did take a couple of music courses at UQ when I was there. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think I was just not confident enough. I think, mm. like, as a kid, you go, yeah, I can do anything, like, as a yeah. seven-year-old. But then as a teenager, I'm like, no, I can't. I'm not good enough. (laughs) I can't do anything. But then when you get into your 20s, you start to get that confidence back and you, like, become who you really are. Mm. And that's when I was like, no, actually, this is something that is really me and something Mm. I actually really want to do. And I think that's one thing that encourages me about Andrea is, like, there's no, um, like, nothing can stop you from doing what you want. If Mm. you want to record at home, if you want to make music, just do it. You can do it. You can find a way. And when did you start worship leading? Mm. Um, well, we have a very dear friend, Jill, of ours, and she mm. is um, was the creative team leader at our church, and she will be when she comes back as well. But I'm just sort of the interim leader. Mm. Um, but she approached me. I was probably like 18, so I had been singing on the worship team since I was in high school. Mm. Um, and she just came up to me and was like, Hey, I think you could do this. Yeah. If you want to give it a try and I'm here to help you along the way, that sort of thing. Yeah. And how good are mentors? Like oh, yeah. people who oh, just absolutely. take your hand and go with you. So she's always had that kind of role for me along with a lot of other people. So ever since then, I'm now 
30 on Wednesday. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Happy birthday! birthday. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been a long time. Like, mm. that's, it feels like that's been my life. And, mm. Yeah. I'm just going to button here, but Please right do. at the, the beginning, Andrew, when you had that opportunity as an 18 year old to, to step out, would you say like, was, was, were there things that you needed to overcome, like mm. fear or anxiety about being up in front of people, mm. um, progressing mm. into that? Was it seamless for you? Were there challenges to kind of growing and gaining confidence? Like what was yeah. that experience like? I feel like I'm still going through that, like growing and gaining <laughs> confidence, even like worship leading yesterday. There were some new faces in the in the congregation, and that just makes me a little bit nervous all over yeah. again. Because yeah. when you're singing in front of the same people all the time, you mm. you don't really care so much. Um, and I just keep reminding myself, like, dude, you, this is not your first day on the job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, why are you still feeling this? But I guess that's just natural. Mm. Um, but yeah, starting out, um, I remember just being so excited, like. Before Jill asked me, I would, like, in the shower, go through pretend worship sets in my mind. <laughs> and, like, and I would sing songs and then go, oh, that would morph really well into this song. And then, oh, but then I'd want to come back and do this bridge. <laughs> and, like, I, at that point, I wasn't even a worship leader. I had no control over this stuff. So I think, like, God is probably already planting seeds mm. for me, like, to be creative and to, like, mm. have that passion for it. Um, so actually I just remember excitement, but That's so good. Um, I think when I actually got into doing it, then it was like, oh wow, there's actually a lot more involved than what mm. I originally thought. It's not just having fun and like making medleys of songs. <laughs> Do you yeah. mind sharing what, what that more was? Cause I, I know, um, and Naomi can probably testify to when that initial joining a worship team, it, it's so exciting. You've got this mm. passion for worship for God. And then you realize when you sign up that you are signing up for way more than you anticipated. Yes, it was exciting. And yes, it's such a joyful thing. But yeah, I think it'd be good to talk about some Mm. of those things. Like there may be people listening that are like, hey, I want to jump on my my worship team Mm. at church and may not know exactly what they're in for. So there's definitely positives and negatives, but Mm. it might be good to chat about yeah, what what was that like when you said yes? What were some of the responsibilities that came with it? Like, what did you have to sacrifice, and what was kind of a joy in the process? Cool. Mm. Well, Naomi and I can probably tag team this one yeah. because um, Lissa's. I'm not sure if you know or not, but she is a worship leader as well, um, and she has had a lot of experience in that in our church. Mm. Uh, so for me, um, a big thing is the preparation. Mm. Like, there's. A lot, yeah, a lot goes in prior to the Sunday morning. So, like, you have to choose the songs, mm. arrange them how you want them, check the keys suit your voice mm-hmm. um, and the other singers and things like that. And also your musicians. If you've got some, like, beginner musicians, you need to be mindful of what they can actually do and make mm. sure you're tailoring things for them as well. So sometimes, like, I'll just choose all songs in the key of G or D because they're nice and easy on guitar if you're not very confident. Yeah. Um, And that doesn't matter to me because, like, if if you're there just worship leading with your voice, then Mm. as long as you can sing the key, then it's all good. And then there's making sure you do a practice time with your team, making sure you touch base with them throughout the week, like check in a week before to say, hey, is everyone ready Mm. to go? And then maybe even the morning of or a few days before to say, hey, 
just making sure we're meeting at this time, you know. Mm. And then there's the whole aspect of relationship with God. Like you have to be communing with him because that's what mm. it's all about. Yeah. So um, meeting with him throughout the week and in the morning, getting together with your team and praying. Mm. Um, yeah, I think the spiritual preparation mm. and the practical application mm-hmm. is a lot. But, yeah, the, the spiritual application and, like, making sure that your team is, you know, really their hearts are in the right place. Like, you can only do that so much. You mm. have to kind of trust that they're also yes. going to spend time with God on their own. Yeah. But it is a joy to encourage them and yeah. just send them, like, we're our little team. We send messages to each other and, like, we're praying for you and mm-hmm. it encourages mm. everyone. Yeah. Yeah, and I yeah. guess, like, we don't have to make it a big ordeal. It can mm. be as simple as you want it to be. Like, if you don't feel you have the capacity to do all of that preparation. Like Mm. maybe you can even delegate some of those tasks to other people. Um, Mm, Definitely. Or just do the bare minimum. And that's fine too. Like God honors Mm. everything we do for him Mm. if we do it for him. Yeah, that's the key point. I remember one time I was like preparing to worship lead and I just felt like I should draw. And so I was like Mm. drawing and painting and it just turned into you know, just a prayer time. And that that only stayed a part of my personal preparation. It didn't mm-hmm. come into the congregation. Then I remember another time I was preparing and I, I just felt God say, like, you need to pray for the nations today. So I made yes. this, like, PowerPoint. Do you oh, remember? It was amazing, guys. <laughs> wow. It was such a good morning. But, like, it was so different. We'd never done no. that before. Like, And so it was really, like, what God wants to do. And if you just follow that, that's what really matters. All the mm-hmm. other prep, if you do none or all of it, doesn't yep. matter. God will God will take over and he'll lead it. Yeah. You trust him. Yeah, it was such a good worshipful, <laughs> prayerful morning. Yeah, it was cool. Amazing. <laughs> it was really yeah, very good. spirit-led. Um, Not to toot my own horn. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be tooting God's horn. <laughs> so, yeah, that's like the preparation <sighs> side. But then on the actual day, on the morning, um, you have to have a plan, but then you have to be mm. flexible enough to yeah. leave the plan behind. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. there's, like, tech issues oh, and yeah. rehearsal times, you know, yeah. but people aren't set up properly. And yeah. Where's that cord yeah. gone? <laughs> and then, like, I've left my capo on the guitar and then the pianist doesn't know what key I'm playing. Yeah, that's it. So oh, then no. the piano can't play with me for a whole song. This is a true story. Piano can't play the whole song. And actually, it worked out to be, like, just a really minimalistic, like, beautiful worship song. So it works out for the best. God used it. Um, (laughs) Jen, you've worshipped as well a little bit. Have you had any weird moments like that? I have. And, yeah, something I wanted to bring up, too, is, like, you're probably going to have people on your team that are in varying levels of experience in terms of being musically trained and I'm not going to lie, I was one of those who was not musically trained when I began (laughs) worship leading. It was kind of like small church scenario, had a worship leader that mentored me and my sister, and then somehow we ended up leading worship. And I always doubted my ability being someone that wasn't musically trained, but I was often in a scenario where I was leading people that were more musically trained than me. And there were Mm. certainly challenges in that because they'd obviously – there would be some miscommunication as to where I wanted to go and what Mm. the expectation was. So I really had to probably work 150% (laughs) when I was leading because I wasn't leaning on that being musically trained. So Mm. something I learned really quickly is like you need that cohesiveness in the team. You need to Mm. lean on 
like I'd lean on my main guitarist because he was very flexible to go with with wherever I wanted to go. And that was Mm. such a gift to have someone who was musically trained but willing to sort of get down at Mm. your level and flow Mm. with where you were at. And Mm. that obviously develops in time. And I'd say, you know, there might be hiccups in that cohesiveness initially, but as you work at it week after week, and I think just being connected to God like individually Mm. and then coming together as a whole, those things eventually smooth out. But I think you, mm. if you're a perfectionist, which I am, you have to put that out do, like yeah. straight away. You're never going to have the perfect yeah, set. Like, Otherwise you just and you leave know, frustrated every time. <laughs> yeah. Having the perfect set is not what we're aiming for in the end. I think it was coming back mm. to just like leaning into God and pressing into God. Like, what does he want to do today? You may have come prepared with your beautiful set and then you find that <laughs> he wants to go somewhere completely yeah. different and you might only settle on two songs. So I think I learned early on in the piece, there's no specific, like, specific formula. There's no mm. perfect way to go about it. But I mm. think being willing to be led by the Holy Spirit and also mm. by your team, it's definitely humbling. I feel like yeah. the road of a worship leader is humility because you, you're submitting mm. yourself to God. You're trusting a team mm. and you're trusting that cohesiveness and like Naomi and Andrea, like you mentioned, like things can go wrong. The the sound Mm. technician could be sick or like, you know, one mic isn't working. And so you have to like put aside all those things and and just make it work and make Mm. God the main thing in the end. So, yeah, yeah, my experience was probably a little different, but um, I certainly learned a lot. And I learned that God... God does use anyone. He does take mm. the foolish things of the world. And by the world standards, I probably was that, that <laughs> foolish thing, not having all that it took or what the world would say, you know, you're qualified to be in this role. But he saw my heart and he's like, this is a mm. vessel I can use. So mm. I actually found that I probably grew in ability mm. as I was going on that journey rather than being mm. good right at the start. And yeah. there was grace. My church had a whole lot of grace yeah, to have these good. new little worship leaders and they mm-hmm. they encouraged us the whole time. So it was like a whole church unifying together and encouraging us forward. Mm-hmm. Was yeah. my a bit of my experience. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned that about humility because that is so true. And actually yesterday in our young adults group, we did a Bible study and one of the verses we read was Psalm 25 verse 9. He leads the humble in what is right and teaches the humble his way. Mm. And that is so true. Like worship leading is not a show and it's not about you. It's like you have to lower yourself and like Mm. constantly I'm checking in with my team and going, what do you guys think? Like, in, during the practice time, did we do that okay? What do you want me to do mm. differently or what, what should we do as a team? Like, And putting other people above yourself, putting your church above your agenda. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, it's very important. That's so good. And I think, yeah, being willing to hear feedback, I think as yeah. a leader sometimes that can be <laughs> difficult because you want to hear all the, the positive and encouraging things. But being mm. open to feedback I think keeps us humble, yeah. especially from our pastors because mm. from what I saw over my time as a worship leader or even just being on a worship team, the expectations and communication between the pastors and the worship leaders, that there was often a little bit of friction and tension there mm. because your pastors and uh, may want or expect a certain thing. And as the yeah. worship leader, you might be feeling something different in a moment and just knowing, mm. do I go there? Do I not? Like, yeah. so there's a lot, there's a lot of like yeah, little unknowns. Yeah, that I found. I was like, that's really interesting. So it's it's yeah. not um yeah, even at a like a relational level, 
I think communication was something that when it was done clearly, things seemed to go smoothly. But when Mm. there wasn't good communication between like the pastor and the worship leader, there could be like a little bit of tension in how things were going and where they were going. So I'd always say honor your leader because Mm. you're probably going to come up against things where you're like, oh, I don't know if I 100% agree with that. But I guess Mm. when we're under the leadership of someone else, we need to honor you know, their heart and where they want things to go, even if we don't necessarily agree. Obviously, if Holy Spirit comes in the room and, (laughs) you know, things don't go as either side planned, that may may be a bit different. But I think going Mm. in with a heart of honour, and that's that humility thing again, like Mm. submitting to your leaders. I don't know what your experience, like Naomi and Andrea, in navigating that has been like how have you yeah. found yeah we have been very blessed, very blessed. Um, our pastor is like super comfortable with just letting us take the reins with the mm. music um i have been in other settings though where the pastor has said actually no don't do the song that way do it this way and i have mm. had to submit to that leadership mm-hmm. and go yeah no worries yeah. <laughs> you're the boss yeah yeah um, <laughs> i trust you know yeah. what you are saying is good so yeah um but yeah so it's been a really easy journey for us with our pastors because mm. they are very encouraging and they're always just like yep yeah, love your work keep doing what yeah. you're doing <laughs> i remember one time we had a meeting where we like clearly outlined every single thing like this is what we're doing and this is the vision behind it that was really helpful mm. yeah um, yeah i think it gets everyone on the same page yeah i do actually add another thing like you're submitting to your pastor, but also to your congregation. Because I remember yeah. Life Builders, like a long time ago, the um, seniors kind of wanted more hymns, and mm. we were like, "Nah, we don't want to do <laughs> hymns all the time." And there was a bit of a battle between like what we were going to do. I I don't know how, but I just think we humbled ourselves and we started doing hymns mm. more. Yeah, and then they kind of found humility as well and kind of started to enjoy yeah. the newer songs and we've just found a nice balance now. Yeah, and, and that, that was so good. years ago it and was. we still do that. Like that's not a rule anymore. Yeah. Like, the people who were instigating that aren't even with our congregation anymore, but we still yeah, do that. Yeah, we still. Because like the hymns are so precious and mm. they don't have to be boring. Like you can jazz them up. Yeah, you and... can. Yeah. <laughs> the lyrics are just like astounding um, mm. and they're worth singing. <laughs> yeah. So that was like a tension point where we all had to kind of humble ourselves and and look how it is now. It's amazing. Mm. Yeah, I love that, that it it actually smoothed out in the end and being willing to step back and go, "Mm, this is not how I would ordinarily Mm. go about this. But then both sides get blessed, you know. Mm. The hymns are rekindled and then Mm, the new stuff, the the congregation becomes more open. It's funny how it all works out in the end and at the time Mm. you're like, this seems really frustrating. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) In the midst of it, yeah. Yeah, that's wonderful. Mm. Okay, so I'm thinking like, Andrea, sometimes you get, you've got, you're rusted on Sunday, Saturday you're like, ugh, I don't want to do it. (laughs) How do you kind of get through moments where you just feel like worship leading is the most draining thing ever? Because it is sometimes. Yeah, let's be real. You're leading people. Any kind of leadership of people, I think, is exhausting. Yeah. Um, You just have to be on point and thinking about a lot of different things at the same time and, like, Mm. um, yeah. Um, I think just pressing on. Obedience is a massive thing, um, and God 
uh, loves it when we are obedient to him. Mm. So if this is something that I need to do, if it's the right thing for my church and for people, then for him, I have to do it. Um, Mm. There might be extraneous, like big circumstances that perhaps every now and then might prevent you. Like, Mm. you know, if someone's been in an accident, don't go and worship. (laughs) Be at the hospital with your loved one, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, But most of the time you just have to put your big girl pants on and just yeah, yeah. get on with the job. Um, and also just pray through it. And often, mm. actually, maybe even every single time I worship lead, before I start, I'm like, God help me, please, mm. because I can't do this on my own. Um, and then at the end of it, I sit down on the pews and go, mm. Lord, take those scraps that I just yeah. like gave to the church and make it something beautiful for you. And like mm. so many times people do – come up and encourage me and compliment me afterwards and I'm like how are you complimenting me I feel like I was a complete mess today nothing yeah um but yeah we are often our worst critics so it's Mm, probably not as bad as you think it is well that is all we have time for today but we have another episode featuring Andrea coming up next time so stay tuned for the conclusion of this two-part series we hope you have a wonderful weekend sunny side up fans see you later